The idea of a morning routine is to make your day easier, not harder. So it's important to remember that when you're designing it, that it's like, this is to set me up for success, not to be something that I dread when I lie in bed. Hello and welcome to the Grow by Design podcast, the podcast for high performance, giving you the tools you need to dream big, achieve your goals and create your champion's mindset. I'm your host Jess Green and it is time to be game changing. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. I am so excited to have you here and I am very much looking forward to this episode. This is one that I have been meaning to record for a really long time so it's nice that I finally got in and got it done. So I hope that you enjoy this one. Today we are chatting all about morning routines and this is something that appears to be very controversial at the moment but also very topical and it seems to be one of those things that's really grown and grown and grown and evolved over social media and everybody it seems now has these perfectly curated morning routines and I think it's something that is an important ritual to have in our daily life. And I know that so many people uh, use them and rely on them. I know I certainly do. But I also know that there is a lot of pressure now to have an amazing morning routine. And I think sometimes that can set us up for failure or for disappointment or for being hard on ourselves if our mornings don't perfectly go to plan every single day, which we're human and they definitely don't. So I just want to have this episode to let you know how important it is to have a really good morning routine, but also to, I guess, relieve some of that pressure around it needing to be absolutely perfect every single day. So what we're going to jump into today is what some of those misconceptions are around creating a morning routine. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what my morning routine looks like and how it's evolved over time. And then also just some tips and tricks that you can use to start setting up and designing your own morning routine. So before we jump into it, I will also just give um, a quick shout out to the Grow by Design journals. I've had so much amazing feedback for those over the last couple of months. So just as a reminder, I did create some journaling journals because for me, journaling has just been such a powerful tool for me to use that I do actually use in my morning routine. So I created some journals just for a bit of fun because I really love it. So they're they're pretty big. They're about 200 pages. They've got some journaling prompts and then most of it is obviously just lined pages but there's a lot of guides at the start there's some how-tos and there's a whole lot of prompts um, so I'll put a link to those in the show notes and I've also got a discount code for all your podcast family so that is just podcast fam and I'll put those details in the show notes as well if you are interested I've also created audio recordings for journaling so if you don't really know what to write you can sit and listen to these so I'll put a link to those in the show notes as well you can download one of those for free to see if you like using it. So that's an important part of my morning routine, not to give too much away just yet, but that is something that's coming up in terms of helping me frame how I want to walk into the day. So to start off with, I guess I just want to touch on where this kind of process has come from. A lot of people now obviously have got crazy morning routines and they're all over Instagram. Everyone's got perfectly curated ones, as I mentioned. But I think that it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. I remember back when it used to be that just making your bed was a really good morning routine. Now, if you're not having a cold shower and meditating and journaling and not having a green smoothie, you're not going to have a successful day, which isn't entirely true. There are parts of that that is obviously a great way to start the day, but it doesn't have to be like that as well. So I guess starting off with some of those misconceptions, a really big one for me is that you have to wake up early. 
And that is somewhat true and somewhat false. It's definitely false in the sense that whatever time your day starts, it doesn't need to be 4am, 5am, like earlier is not better. You need to be getting enough sleep to have a really functional day. So if you wake up early, that's amazing. Like for me, I'm such a morning routine person and I'm such a morning person that I wake up naturally at 5am and I have for like my whole life. If you're not a morning person and 5am seems like the middle of the night still, then don't stress that's not a time that you need to wake up. What it is important for you to be able to do is to identify what things you want to fit into your morning, say before you go to work, and then work backwards from that, okay, what time do I actually need to wake up? And being realistic with yourself around, again, what is reasonable for you in your day, but also like, do you set an alarm and then lie in bed for an hour, 45 minutes or something like that? And is that wasted time? So it's just kind of being aware, okay, I don't need to wake up early. Like there's no set rule that it needs to be five o'clock in the morning, but you need to wake up with enough time to get the activities in that you want to in the morning. But that doesn't mean it needs to be really early. It just needs to be at a reasonable time for you. I also really want to stress that it is so important to get enough sleep. So allowing enough time is important, but not burning the candle at both ends. There's no way it's better for your body to wake up an hour early for you to sit and, you know, meditation's great, journaling's great, going for a walk is great. But if it's at the detriment to your sleep, if you're only then getting sort of five or six hours sleep, that's definitely not enough. You need to be really looking at your waking and your sleeping time to understand what time you actually need to be getting up. It doesn't mean burning the candle at both ends. It definitely means that you need to actually kind of just go to bed a bit earlier or you need to be mindful about how long it's taking you to get out of bed and work through it in that way. But the the big misconception is that you don't have to wake up early to have the perfect morning routine. You do just have to wake up at a time that is reasonable for your day, your energy and the tasks that you want to complete. So on that, your morning routine also doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't need to take you two hours. If you have to be at work at seven o'clock in the morning, Having a two-hour morning routine is, again, not wildly sustainable. It doesn't even need to be half an hour. It's just important to have some time in the morning, even if that's only five minutes, where you do something consistently or you have some time to yourself to reflect and get ready for the day that allows you to walk into the day in the best possible way. But it doesn't need to be a really big morning routine. And as we walk walk through this, and I guess towards the end of the episode, I'm really going to dive into what my morning routine looks like and what some of the things that could be in your morning routine could be. Because I think that's the other thing that people get a bit confused. It's like, okay, what, what do I need to put in my morning routine? I'm already struggling to eat breakfast, do my hair and makeup and get out the door. Like what else do I need to be putting in? There's a few key things that can be really powerful to put in, and I'll talk through those. The next big misconception is that it needs to be exactly the same every single day. And again, that's ridiculous. And that doesn't make sense for life because even if you just look at your normal schedule, like sometimes you have different things on in the morning. So I know for myself, I've got a different morning routine on a Tuesday and a Wednesday compared to like a Friday or a Saturday. Your Sunday morning routine might be totally different. And it's also important to recognize that it doesn't have to be the same every single day. And in fact, it probably shouldn't be. That would be super boring and you'd get sick of it really quickly. And it does need to adapt and evolve with your lifestyle. As much as it's quite easy to get into a really good routine and it can be really helpful if it is really similar every single day, then you don't forget what you're doing or you haven't kind of missed it. 
it's really nice to build into a routine where it becomes almost habitual that you don't forget to do things. But at the same time, it doesn't actually need to be the same every single day. And the idea is to build a morning routine that's sustainable for you. So that might mean that it's adaptable. For this, I really love the phrase and the terminology, and we'll talk to this when I come to the techniques and things, but if this happens, I do that. So if X happens, then I do Y. And I find that that's a really nice way to help design your morning routine. So I know that if I go to yoga, I don't have time to do journaling and a walk and meditation and stuff as well, because I have to get to the class. So if I do yoga, I don't do X, Y, Z. If I am not doing yoga, then I've got time for this. So it's about understanding that it can be flexible and adaptable. And that's really important because this needs to be sustainable. So those are some of the misconceptions. You don't need to wake up early. It doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't have to be the same every single day. But I guess what I want to dive into now is like why it is so important to have a good morning routine and why I found it so valuable for me. I guess some of the key things for me is that it really helps set up the day. I know that I'm sure so many of you have had this experience where you wake up and you've slept through your alarm and you race out the door, you don't grab breakfast, you don't feel like you're very put together and then you just sort of charge into the day. And I find that that is okay every so often, but if you live your life that way, it can all become quite frantic. So for me, having a really solid morning routine helps me to set the right intentions for the day and really walk into the day knowing what I'm wanting to achieve, feeling cool, calm and collected and feeling awake and kind of ready to to tackle the day, I guess. So it is such a powerful time when you think your body has been, what I like to say, like marinating for the last seven to eight hours. The first things that you do in the morning can really set the tone for the rest of the day. So it's important to ideally create that in a way that is um, happy, it's uplifting, it's positive, but it's also intentional and it's potentially doing some really powerful things mentally and physically for your body, your hormones and your emotions so that you can walk into the day feeling like you're under control, feeling like your hormones are working, feeling like your brain's engaged and just living in a happier, healthier um, phase throughout the day, which is really important. So for me, those are the key reasons why I like to have a morning routine. There's a whole lot of other practical things as well. Like if you're a forgetful person in the morning, having a morning routine means that you remember to take your your lunch to work, that you remember to pack your shoes when you go to the gym. Like if you set the same routine up, it also helps make the mornings easier. So the idea of a morning routine is to make your day easier, not harder. So it's important to remember that when you're designing it, that it's like, this is to set me up for success, not to be something that I dread when I lie in bed. If you can approach the design of a morning routine from a positive, this is going to help me way, as opposed to, ah, oh, I have to do this because I said to myself that I would, it makes a really big difference. So when it comes to what I've designed for my morning routine, as I said, it's evolved and changed over time. And that can be dependent on my work situation, my living situation, what I'm wanting to do. So when, when I'm in prep, my morning routine is quite different to when I'm not, if I've got cardio to do, if I don't. Um, but it does still have a lot of the same fundamentals. So the actions might change, but I guess the rationale behind them is still the same. And some of the things that I try and focus on. So for me, I try and have like a physical and a mental stimulus in the morning. I like to do some kind of movement or exercise. And I also like to do some kind of mental awakeness or mental kind of planning, whether that's journaling or meditating or something like that. I find that those are really powerful for me. 
at the moment, my morning routine, it actually has just changed a little bit because my gym has just moved, which if you want to see how morning routines can really throw people, just move the location of their gym and they all freak out. So that's been an interesting experience. But for me, I've, I, as I said, I've always woken up early. I am blessed. It's a blessing and a curse in the sense that my whole family is wired that way. We all wake up so early. I just grew up with my mum going and doing exercise first thing in the morning. So I just thought that that's when people did exercise. I just thought that that's what, what happened. I'm forever grateful that my mum used to get up and go swimming at 6am every morning because I just learned that that's what you do. But I guess for me as well too, I guess shed some light on that in the sense that yes, I definitely do prefer to wake up early and my brain works at that time. And so I'm normally up at sort of quarter to five, maybe five o'clock, sometimes a little bit after if I got got to bed really late. And by really late, I mean like past nine o'clock. So for me to get to bed and get enough sleep, I'm kind of in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock. And for some people that seems really early, but then I wake up really early. So I don't know how you people do it at going to bed like 10, 11 o'clock. For me, that's like the middle of the night. It's about kind of designing this in a way that works for you and knowing that we're all different. So me getting up at five o'clock might seem impossible to you, but also if I had to go to bed at 11 o'clock at night, I would be ruined. So it's about knowing and planning what works for you. So at the moment, I'm waking up around five o'clock. I'm doing my breath work um, as part of my prep. I did vacuum breathing. And for me, I literally only do it for three minutes at the moment because I, I struggle to make time for it. But I also feel like that is a way that then I can do three minutes a day. It's some deep breathing that I really enjoy. And it's quick and easy to do. Um, I then do a little bit of posing, which is literally again, like three minutes. It's still in my pajamas and it's just about keeping my body moving and flowing while I'm in off season. Um, I don't have my heels on, but it's just a way for me to continue holding myself accountable to that. It probably would be better if I was obviously doing it um, with heels and in my bikini, but I just, again, don't have sort of time for that. Well, I don't perceive that I have time for that at the moment. I'm not making it a priority. In prep, I will do some posing with my heels on and properly and for longer. Um, but at the moment, it's just not not a, as much of a priority. Then I am always hungry when I wake up, so I have a snack. Um, so just like some protein powder and some granola. And then generally, I will either go for a walk or I will go and do some yoga. At the moment, I'm really loving my yoga. That might be like two or three times a week. I'm really enjoying it and I have just again always sort of done that so I like to keep that up. If not, I will go for a walk along the river. I'll see some sunshine. I will go and get a coffee and I actually do my walk without any podcasting, any um, audiobooks or anything like that. I don't even, I sometimes take my phone. Well, I do take my phone because I like to take photos but other than that, I don't use my phone. I have it on do not disturb and for me, I actually just get out of the house and I spend half an hour just waking up. That is the time where I'm not populating my brain with other inputs from like a podcast or an audiobook or something like that. I'm actually just waking up what I would normally do or if I'm what I would normally write about if I was journaling. I think about when I'm walking. So I think about how I want to set up for the day. I'm, I'm kind of clearing my energy. I'm repeating my gratitudes and I'm just kind of enjoying the walk without any crazy inputs from social media or from podcasts and all that kind of stuff. I love all of those tools, but for me, my morning walks are really about being intentional and being just with myself and just with my own mind. So also as much as I love walking with friends and people, 
I actually often just prefer to walk those ones solo, which is really nice. I then come back and have like breakfast, shower, start the day. So for me, those are the kind of key things I have, as I said, like mental rituals. So whether that's journaling, meditating, or like thinking calmly while I'm walking, um, or I do something physical like a yoga and a walk. At the moment, I am also, I have been obsessed with listening to the Huberman Lab podcast, which everyone should listen to all the time. Um, and so I am also trying to incorporate some ice baths and I'm in a really fortunate position that my gym has got really nice ice baths. So I'm able to, at the moment, combine like yoga with an ice bath. So where I said before that kind of, if X happens, then Y also happens. So at the moment for me, if I do yoga, I do an ice bath because it's in the same place, but I generally wouldn't do an ice bath if I'm just going out for a walk because it's not as convenient. It would be nice or maybe not nice. I don't love the ice baths yet, but I'm getting better. It would be good to be able to do them every morning, but I don't because that's just not as an ideal morning routine on those mornings. So if I do yoga, I will do an ice bath. Otherwise I will just go for a walk. So that is how my morning routines look at the moment. As I said, they've evolved and changed a lot over time. I used to work, like now I work for myself. I have a little bit more time. I still like to be home by a certain time so that I can be online and working by sort of eight o'clock in the morning. But I did used to work in a job where I would start at seven or 7.30. So my morning routine was like a slick mission. It was 30 minutes outside for a walk, 30 minutes to get ready, 30 minutes to drive to, to work and be on and engaged. So definitely as you go through different seasons in life, there's different times. When I'm on prep, I have a different morning routine. Sometimes in winter, I've got a slightly different one. And when I was in New Zealand, for example, at university, I always had a a similar morning routine. And then when I worked, I had about an hour and a half commute each way each day, which was just massive. So my morning routine there was quite different because obviously I had to commute, get into work. I was still going to the gym and things like that. So My morning routine really involved, again, like a slick mission, but a whole lot of extra time and energy and effort to have my bag packed, to have everything ready to go. All my food was laid out. All my clothes were laid out because I just had no time to fluff around. I don't know how I did it. So it's about knowing where you can save yourself time, where you can make things easier for yourself and what you need to prepare the night before and what also that means for your nighttime routine in the sense of do you need to pack your bag? Do you need to have meals ready? Do you need to go to bed on time? And just kind of preempting, okay, how am I going to feel in the morning? How do I make it easier for myself? So that's how my morning routine has evolved over time. And I'm sure that it will continue to evolve as I adapt and as things change. So when you're starting to look at what your ideal morning routine is, hopefully that gives you some background into what you could start to put into your morning routine why it's so important to have one, but also understanding that this is about designing the ideal morning routine for you. So thinking about, okay, designing the ideal morning routine for you right now. And again, this might change week to week. It might change day to day, but I really encourage you either the week before or like on a Sunday night or even just the night before you really start to think about, okay, what I need to do in the morning. Every Sunday I plan my week And then every night I do actually take some time to think, okay, what am I going to do in the morning? So that when I wake up, I I already know the plan. I'm not making decisions at five o'clock in the morning because that never works. So I know if I'm going to yoga, if I'm going to be journaling, if I'm going to be meditating, if I'm going to be 
stretching or posing or or if I'm not going to have time for any of that and I just have to eat and get out the door. So I always plan my morning routine the night before just so that it, it sets me up for success. It sets me up in the best way possible. So I really encourage you to do the same. Being aware, being prepared is the best way to start establishing a morning routine. And then first tip is to start small. If you are wanting to create a morning routine, that's incredible. You don't need to go all the way out and do like what what mine is at the moment with breath work and posing and yoga and blah, 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 all that extra stuff. If you don't have time or you've really never had anything, honestly, just start with making your bed or start with journaling for five minutes or meditating for five minutes or just sitting still off your phone for five minutes. Start really small, go for a, a walk outside and that's your morning routine and you're done. So I really encourage you to incrementally add things to it or add um, complexity to it, but start small with the things that you think are going to really fill your cup and make the biggest impact. That also goes for getting up earlier. So if you currently wake up at seven, don't try and wake up at five from now on, unless you're going to bed much earlier and that was an easy change for you, but incrementally wake up a little bit earlier and make sure that you're then going to bed a little bit earlier as well, because adjusting your circadian rhythm is really hard to do and it does take a bit of time. It takes time for your body to adapt. So waking up 15 minutes earlier, 20 minutes earlier, 25 minutes earlier, or just getting out of bed when your alarm goes off is a really important way to do it. The next one is to test and learn. So again, it can change and you might do a morning routine and realize that it was horrible and didn't work for you. And I encourage you to give it a a go a few times, but I know like for me, trying to, now that my gym has moved, trying to walk to the yoga class that's at 5.30, I missed the class. I didn't kind of factor in enough walking time, blah, blah, blah. So I realized, okay, that doesn't actually work. So I've had to come back to the drawing board and change it a little bit. Live in the plan that you've set out for a day or a week or so. See what worked and see what you need to do to change or evolve it to make it better and to help it fit your lifestyle better. Don't be afraid to test and learn. The next one is to do what's going to work for you. So don't look at someone else's morning routine. I'd hate for you to listen to my morning routine and think, oh God, it's not going to be successful if I don't do yoga. I really love yoga. I am kind of envious of people who do Pilates and HIIT classes or train weights in the morning. I used to train my weights and like my gym sessions first thing in the morning, but that no longer serves me. So I do yoga. So do what is best for you. Don't look at someone else's morning routine and judge yourself or judge them. It's your day and you're the one who has to get up and do these things. So design it in a way that works for you. The next one is to be really aware of the benefits. So as I said, the reason that it's important to have a morning routine is because it benefits you. (laughs) It is designed, you're hoping to design a morning routine that's going to make your day easier, make your day more enjoyable, help you mentally, physically, emotionally, and all those things. So if waking up and going for a walk is great, not only mentally, but physically as well, obviously. Same thing with just meal prepping or having your lunch laid out ready to go makes your day easier. So the point of having a morning routine is to make your life easier, better, happier, funner, all those things. In that sense, what I really encourage is that when you live this morning routine, notice those benefits. So notice if you walk into the day feeling calmer, notice if you're feeling happier or healthier or more in control, or you eat better because you prepped your meals or you laid your breakfast out before you went to bed or something like that. So notice all those benefits so that you continue to do the morning routine because we're 
we're simple humans and we're, we're simple species in the sense that if something works or brings us value or enjoyment, we want to keep doing it. If you do these things and you do put them into place and they make a difference in your life, like take note of that, enjoy that, celebrate it, and then be really aware of those benefits so that you can keep doing it, you keep repeating it, and you kind of stack that on top of each other. So when you're looking at your morning routine, try to have something that is going to help you physically, mentally, and emotionally. As I said, movement, something with some kind of mindfulness practice, uh, and something that just really fills your cup. It's also really helpful if you can have things that save you time. So if it is ironing your shirts the night before or having your meals ready to go, those are my key pillars for a morning routine, physical, mental, emotional, and just generally time-saving and easy. So I really encourage you to find something that is going to work for you in that parameter. Set up your morning routine, maybe design it on a Sunday and then check in with yourself throughout the week as you go. But I promise you it will make such a big difference to how you feel for the rest of the day and how that kind of translates into your your week, your month, and your life. Big statement I know, but as someone who lives by a morning routine and is so happy to get up at five o'clock in the morning because I'm excited to start my day, I promise it's worth it. So that is this week's episode. I hope that you found this really helpful, really interesting, uh, inspiring. I'm excited to see what your morning routine looks like now. If you do try a new morning routine, make sure that you tag me on Instagram. You can find me at Green one or Grow by Design. As I said, I have got those journaling journals, which I just love. They're so, so pretty and I've had so much amazing feedback. So there is a hard cover and a soft cover. There's also the audio guides, which you can download. You can try one for free as well. And I'll put a link in the show notes for that. If you are loving this podcast, it means so much to me. If you could subscribe and leave a review, that would just totally make my day. And other than that, I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. Mm-hmm.